Good morning. Just in the same, uh, the same verse, same scripture. Just I'll read it again in Exodus, um, chapter three, verse six. Moreover, he said, "I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob." And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, "I have surely seen the afflictions of my people." which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down, I am come down, I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of Egypt. So, I had a dream last night. Of course, dreams are pretty weird. My dreams are pretty weird, at least. And, uh, um, I was with a friend and uh, we were like at some stand uh, paying for a drink or something and I had my wallet at least but uh, I was searching through my wallet because I knew it was it a lot of money but it was just a try. I knew I had the exact change I kept fumbling through my wallet trying to find you know these bills and I pulled out like a a 500 and a 100 bill except that it was monopoly money and so I was laughing. I thought that was pretty funny. I was laughing, laughing, and I happened to notice that the lady at the stand was not laughing. Okay, the one I had to pay, she was not laughing. She did not find that amusing at all. So I finally paid her. But then I think that I, 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 it came to my mind thinking, you know, uh, there are so many people that think somehow that they can pay for their sin. You know, and uh, with good works, or prayers, or money, whatever it is, but it's not, it's not the appropriate currency. It doesn't work. Now that monopoly money really is valuable if you're in a monopoly game. But, you know, when you're trying to pay a bill, uh, it's not appropriate. It accounts for nothing. And uh, turn with me to really to the other end of the Bible, Revelation chapter 1, quickly. So some folks maybe think that, um, well, you know, I'm not that bad. And uh, I really don't have that much sin to pay for. Without, without having any idea, really, no good estimation no a real estimation of their sin. Uh, you know, even if uh, someone was saved as a young person, uh, when the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross, He paid for all, we say all, of our sin. Not just some of them, not just the ones before you were saved, but the ones that, you know, then. And for the rest of your life, all of those sins were paid for which, if you were to get an, an idea, it would be an insurmountable mountain of sin stacked up before a holy God. How are you going to pay for that? What currency are you going to use? You got enough money to what is what is God going to do with your money? Are you, you going to get pray? You're going to do good works? I mean. Is any of that going to be any, any, any value when you have an almighty God with this pile of sin stacked up in front of him? How are you going to pay? It's like 
it's like the the uh, I was just thinking about this with the Egyptians, you know, with the uh, Israelites and their slaves. Can they buy their way out of slavery? Can they make enough bricks ever, ever, ever? Generation after generation after generation. Are they going to make enough? No, because they're slaves. That's why God stepped in. And so um, in, in Revelation chapter 1, uh, verse um, 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Amen. That is the only appropriate currency that you know, God accepts in payment for our sin. Yeah. You can work, you can pray, you can pay money. Um, this idea of um, of uh, purgatory is, uh, um, you know, directly a direct affront yeah. to that. Because if you're not good enough for heaven, not quite clean enough for heaven, but you're not bad enough for hell, you go to a place called purgatory, imaginary place because it's not in the Bible. And it's all made up. And so you go to purgatory, supposedly, that so many people, millions, millions and millions and millions of people believe this. You go to purgatory, and then if you're friends and you suffer to help cleanse you to get good enough to get up to heaven. And your friends, if they're real friends, they'll pay money to the church. And they'll say prayers for you. They'll burn candles for you. And that'll speed things up. So you don't have to suffer as long. Maybe a thousand years instead of, you know, 50,000 years. I don't know. But, uh, or maybe it had something to do with the Pope that uh, was had a building project. And so needed some more money. And so, uh, you know, that's that these priests went around, uh, you know, building this idea of purgatory up so that when a coin in the coffer rings, a soul from hell springs. Um, that's the English version of it. But that's really, you know, where this came from. But the idea that somehow we can pay, what are you going to pay with? What have you got to pay with? Oh, the, you know, the Egyptians, I mean, sorry, the Israelites couldn't buy their way out of uh, uh, of slavery, the Lord came and intervened, and He not only showed Pharaoh His power, He showed the Israelites His power. Ten plagues, starting with the blood, the Nile turning to blood, and ending with blood being shed, the the Passover lamb being shed, a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ and His blood being shed for us. And so, uh, uh, again, just this idea of of I was talking to a fellow recently, and I don't think it was in his right mind. I don't know if it was drugs or if this was just his regular mental capacity. But he even brought up, I'm, I'm, and I thought, well, here's a simple guy. I just used the colors, you know, to make this really, really simple and understandable. He couldn't get past the second color, dark, sin. He brought up the word. He used the word philanthropist. 
<laughs> you know, he was about good vibes. Didn't want to talk about sin. He was about good vibes and doing good things. And he wanted to do that. Wanted to help us do good things, you know, with our ministry and all that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, he couldn't get past that at all. And so uh, uh, we just have, uh, until we get this idea, like uh, um, Isaiah, when he saw the Lord and he said, woe is me. I'm a man undone and I live amongst a people of unclean lips. My, you know, I, my lips are unclean. I live amongst a people of unclean lips. Woe is me. I'm done for. When he saw the Lord, sensed his own unworthiness, his own guilt, his own sin, for sure. On our best day, Isaiah says later on, that our best day is like filthy rags to God. Worthless, stinky, putrid. You're going to pay with that? So until we get the idea that... Uh, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only currency that God accepts. Then we are lost, lost, hopelessly lost. Turn back to a couple of pages to First um, John chapter one. First John chapter one, verse five. This is then the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. It's a great darkness verse. If we say that we have no sin. Um, if we say we, I'm sorry, if we say that we know him, I'm sorry, this so I got fellowship. Thank you. If we have fellowship, it's like a hyphenated in my Bible. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with fellowship with one fellowship, one with another and the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And that is a, um, I think it's a perfect tense, which means keeps on cleansing us from our sin. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, it cleanses us and it keeps on cleansing us from our sin. Amen. This is the value of the blood of Jesus that nothing else compares to. Nothing else compares to. So, uh, you know, until we get a, a, a thought of that, the right perspective of that, so many people will be working, 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 trying to somehow buy God's favor, earn their way into God's favor, earn their way into blessing. Um, uh, it's 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 useless. It's not the appropriate. Um, it, it is the wrong payment. It's the, not the appropriate currency. Yeah. You cannot, uh, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot pay, you cannot pay for your sin. And so, uh, just with that thought, once you, once we know that our sins have been paid for, when the Lord finds us, that's the gospel. When the Lord finds us, we hear the gospel. When He finds us and we hear the gospel, and we trust Christ for our sins, they are gone in a moment gone paid for that that payment that he that he did at the cross once and for all is is immediately uh, accounted to our account put on our account and the debt is gone that is like the uh 
the uh, uh, the parable that the Lord told about the uh, the king that had a guy, a servant that owed him an insurmountable debt, and it would take him, you know, if he had 10 lifetimes to pay it off, he could never pay it off. It was so big, so big, so big. He could never, never, never pay it off. So he begged the king forgiveness, and he forgave him. Just like that, he forgave him. That was the only way he was going to ever get out from under this debt. And, and that's the idea. We can never, never, never pay. If it, if we live 10 lives, we could never pay for our debts. Amen. So thank God for the blood of Jesus. Amen. And when we realize that, you know, it ought to open our eyes as to how blessed we are to know this great Savior and to be able to serve him. And it, this is Brother Lance was saying, come to him with all the other issues we have since this debt thing that could never be paid, our sins is all of a sudden gone. What about the rest of us? The rest of our lives, all the issues that we have then. Do you think that, you know, since he's given in his son, won't he freely also give with him all things? Yeah. All things, all things, peace, love, joy, peace. Wow, what a savior yeah. and what a salvation that we have and what to be so much to be thankful for every time we think about it and dealing with other souls and really with all the issues that we have coming to him for uh, all of our needs. First of all, first of all, this massive and surmountable debt that we could never pay being thankful to God. Oh, what a savior yes. being thankful to God for what he's done for us and what he continues to do for us day by day. Keeps on cleansing us from our sin. And the issues that we face, although they may be difficult, the giants that we face, they're not hard for him. I mean, he's already paid for our sin. How hard could it be, you know, to deal with the issues that we have day by day for him? Yes, for us hard, but for him, not. Not. Not hard. God help us to... Uh, to uh, appreciate these things more and more as we go through our days and looking towards heaven and uh, dealing with all the issues that we have, turning to Christ only, turning to Christ only, turning to God for the answers. Amen. Amen.